Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness, as everything freezes on my secondary screen, this is a good sign. That's all I'm going to say. How are you guys doing? Hello. 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 Oh, yeah, I should I should probably, I, I'm like, it's weird. I just started the stream and then I went into like stream mode and not pack, podcaster mode because I rarely actually see my face. While Wait, should, Makira, shouldn't you be going into stream mode and not podcaster mode? Well, no, that's not my point. My, my point is um, that I feel like... Uh, essentially my mind went into oh it's a stream so i have like five hours to like figure out how to talk uh and that's not the case right now um no hello everyone welcome i uh, hope you're doing well i should probably post this in the discourse to invite people say, in. We uh, wabs do you want to get on that oh that'd be great um actually do you have i don't even know if you have access to age of empires maybe boxer saying can get the age of empires podcast uh matt you can tell me to put the stream on uh <laughs> <laughs> uh chaos maker uh hello welcome already a patron coming in uh thank you so much for joining us yes this is the anniversary stream um it is exactly the budget that you expect from us uh when it comes to the visual quality um it's not zero but it is something uh i hope all of you are doing well i'm joined maybe i should introduce everyone like i was literally saying before so let me start um by i don't know broxer bro oxer saint bro because you're bro, I don't know. Uh, Boxer Saints here from the Age of Empires podcast. Welcome. Oh my goodness, you are muted for me. So you have you have successfully no, I fixed it. I fixed okay, it. Okay, I'm okay. Not <laughs> muted. That was on purpose. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Glad to be here. I made some time for you. You know, um, again, I'm busy destroying people in tournaments, but uh, <laughs> definitely wanted to be here for this. You know what's even better about your getup? Like you're also an Age of Empires streamer. You know, like it, you're not even like playing Call of Duty. You know, you're not playing like yeah. 2K. <laughs> I really, just... I really think the Age community is missing a little bit of toxicity. You know, There's too many, <laughs> that's, that's too good. much politeness, too much GG. Like we need a little more. You know, too easy into the game. Time, so. time to start up the Age of Empires uh, pro uh, pro gamer uh, esports scene. Yes, yes. We need the we need the real programmers. None of these fake nerds, okay? We need the bros, okay? That's that's what we need apparently. <laughs> Who is the StarCraft um, guy? Idra? Was that the guy? Idra, you you want Idra? You want Idra? Actually, I need, I need speaking to, of which, some Idra energy in the Age of Empires. Speaking of which, I, I brought the shirt. So if you are playing our game, <clears throat> this here's your first StarCraft reference. Uh actually, I wonder if Matt gets that reference. You get that reference, Matt? Mm-hmm. Have I have I made that reference before? I think uh, I made it with boxer saying. I don't know if I've made I, it. I can't that. see your whole shirt, so Okay, it says well it's it's a StarCraft shirt. Oh um, okay. but, but the joke is that like rule one in the drinking games if I mentioned StarCraft. Um so somebody's <laughs> like, you know, at least half a beer in right now if uh, if they're playing along. Um so yeah, we're joining by Boxer. The drinking game is also part of the drinking game. Forever. Yes, yes, yes. You also lose the game. Thank you, everyone. Wow. Uh, I'll see myself out. Um, <laughs> 90s references. And that's been on. our uh, anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Oh, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, so Boxer Saints with us uh, on our monthly Age of Empires show. Boxer Saints, I'm going to leave it to you. Do you want to announce uh, the thing that we've talked about very recently uh, on this I can, show? Or do oh, I can, I can announce it. That would be great. Okay, um, okay there you go. So, because of just popular demand of wanting to hear more of me um, and less of Lazaro, uh, I, d- I didn't want this. Lazaro was bowing to the people, and so we give the people what they want in ASAP Weekly, and 
you want you wanted more boxers, so here I am. Uh, I'm going to do a single solo show a month. Uh, I'll also allow Lazaro to come on once a month with me to co-host. Because <laughs> um, just for continuity and what he's done for the community and for the show. You have to. Uh, so that's, that's the agreement we worked out. We're doing it for the people. We'll give it a shot this year, see how it goes. We'll bring in some more of the competitive spirit. I might do some uh, some streamer reviews, some guys that I, I think you guys might be able to learn from. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited to shed some dead weight and get this thing moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even better is that, like, I swear I've never seen Boxer Saint do his bit here. Like, I've never seen your yeah, gimmick. Oh. I love everything about it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're gonna try to get um a two 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 times a month uh, Age of Empires going. Um, but as Boxer Saint said, you know, they've had enough of me. Uh, so there, I will only be on once a month. Uh, and there you go. So I will I will stick to my schedule. Okay. I actually asked Boxer Saint if I could be on every week, and he's like, "No, we need we need regular content. All right, we don't need you." Um, so, so there you go. Quality uh, so over quantity is what we're going for. <laughs> wow. Yes. Less live zero. Chaos Maker. Wow. Wow. A true I'm gonna fan. hit. I'm A gonna hit fan. from the the stream chat as well. Amazing. Uh, okay. So there you go. There's Boxer Saint. There's your introduction. So what I think is even more hilarious to me is that somebody who has never listened to our Age of Empires show, right? Because this is going out on all the feeds. So as someone who's either listened to the Pokemon show or the Rocket League show, this is their first impression. So like, this is what they <laughs> think Boxer Saint is like. So I, I, I enjoy that. Uh, instant, instant ratings go up. Instant views. Instant <laughs> immediately. Um, yes, yes. All right. Uh, we're also joined uh, by Matt. So how's it going, Matt? Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm Matt. I'm on the uh semi-monthly whenever we get around <laughs> to it pokemon podcast <laughs> yes yes matt matt is the uh, the fun bringer of the podcast and actually that would be a great sword um but um the fun bringer, or maybe like a novel title um but what i would <laughs> want to say fun bringer. the fun bringer it'd be like a mighty sword and fantasy novel um but what i did want to say is that um yes yes the pokemon podcast to me feels like it feels like what's great about it is I never know when it's going to show up, but then I just kind of remember once a month and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's time. It's time. It's time uh, to get it. Um, and we're like at the, the very tail end, right? We, uh, I think we have two more shows kind of planned out, right? Um, at this point, we want to do a review show for 2022 and we want to do a full recap of the new Pokemon game. But after that, you know, we're gonna have to sit down. We're gonna have to talk the talk. We're gonna have to figure out what we'll actually be doing in the future. Uh, but Matt's been great, um, and uh, welcome, Matt. Uh, on the last, um, and like I said on a recent show, certainly the least. Uh, mm-hmm. Wabs is here. How's it going, Wabs? Yeah, it's me. I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys doing? Let me let me know everything. Uh, <laughs> let me know everything about you. Wait, you want you want everyone to know everything about them, like right now? Yes. I mean, this is this is fun. Your too, deepest, darkest secrets. I want all of the information. Just spew it. Boxer Saint Matt, any takers? A or B, because Uh my mom is O negative and my dad is AB positive. So, (laughs) (laughs) you're going from the guess route because of science instead of being like, I know my blood type. No, you're just guessing. (laughs) Well, it's either one or the other. (laughs) Amazing, amazing. Boxer Saint, universal donor, universal donor, just a giver, just really. Not everyone's already doing two episodes a a month. I mean, if you, you know, if you, with all that Gatorade, you know, like, I, I guess, I guess that's what happens to your blood. Um, o, neg- o negative, G positive. 
<laughs> yeah, back when I was a kid, I used to wonder, like, why is it that my mom is always the one who gives blood? My dad never does. And then I learned what blood types are, and I realized, oh, nobody wants his blood. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you know, Nick Tackler in the chat was saying, thought this was a series finale. No, Nick Tackler, this is actually uh, the season premiere uh, for 2023. Um, season finale uh, is next year. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not announcing that the show's done, but the se- the se- the se- he said series. I'm going to say season, all right? Because okay. we're going to leave it on a cliffhanger and then we'll see if we're renewed, okay? On the fifth year <laughs> anniversary. But um, there's a whole bit going, okay? There's this guy in the... So I need to give some reference. This guy named Sunless Con in the Rocket League community. Every podcast he's been on has afterwards stopped. All right. Uh, so the joke is that I'm going to try to get this super famous YouTuber on every single week for the next year. Uh, and we'll see if he shows up in the last day. But he also sounds like Seth Rogen. So I might just pretend to be Seth Rogen for the last episode. Um, <laughs> with that in mind, uh, what I want to actually start the podcast with, since this is an anniversary show and I like kind of talking about um, what we remember, the first thing that we'll do is we'll kind of go through each of us and remember what our first kind of um, podcast. Like, what do you remember about the first time you were on the podcast or, or kind of me? Whatever the story was, right? Whatever reason that you started with this podcast, what, what that story was. Um, uh, thank you, by the way, Roos Alex, for the congrats on the four years. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, four years? Yeah, yeah. We're at four years. Yeah, yeah. Time flies. Uh, so we'll start with Boxer Saint. Uh, do you remember, one, how you got onto Age of Empires podcast? And also, two, like, like what your first impression of either me or the pot, like the general community, the, the ASAP weekly network, quote unquote, corporate speak. What, what, was, yeah. what were your first thoughts? Boxer saying? It was very corporate. Um, I'd, I listened to the show and I noticed there was a rotating group of co-hosts. So I didn't, I didn't know how that worked, but I was, I reached out to Lazaro. I was like, Hey dude, I could, I could jump in. I've done some podcasting in the past. Uh, I've obviously got a, uh, voice for radio and a face for video so whatever you want to do <laughs> so i reached out i didn't know it was just lazaro running 15 different podcasts I thought because <laughs> you can't find anything it says asap weekly network and then you you know you found the website and there's like 15 podcasts like okay well this is like probably won't hear back and then he's like yeah thanks dude i'd love to get you on because like this is hard to run all these shows by myself I was like, what? This guy's like the Joe Rogan of gaming podcasts, just <laughs> interviewing anybody and everybody about everything. Anybody so, that is willing to be interviewed. <laughs> yeah. So I thought the bar was really high, but the bar was really low. I just kind of. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Right in my in. defense, the first time the boxer was on the show, was that the jujitsu one where we talked about jujitsu? That jiu-jitsu was the jujitsu stuff? one. All yeah. right. I ended that show. I'm like, he was great. Yeah, this works. <laughs> that was literally it. It was like after that, I'm like, let's make it a regular thing. So and you were right. He he was great. He was amazing. Uh, I'm pretty good. So, <laughs> that was that was my first. I thought it, it and it really is a professional. You know, Zero does a pretty good job of keeping these things going. I don't even listen to the other other podcasts, but just to hear that you run these these also monthly. That's in, that's insane. I ran a Warhammer podcast like once a month, and that was that was I struggled to get that out with a buddy. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good deal you got going on here, and for four years. That's that's a lot of longevity too. Yeah, yeah. We're we are still here somehow, despite and actually, since this is an anniversary show, and I do like bringing it back to the original version of the podcast, uh, despite the haters and the artifact <laughs> Reddit community. <laughs> what what was it? Oh, the greatest line 
the greatest line I ever heard. Like we actually got like a lot of negative feedback <laughs> in that time, but it mostly had to do with that specific game. <laughs> and the feedback the was uh, cost sunken. What was it? Cost sunken fallacy. Is that, is that sunken cost. Sunk, yeah, sunk sunk cost. cost, sunk cost fallacy because I was like continuing the artifact podcast. And even <laughs> though like more people were listening to our show, the like the amount of people the playing the game was like falling down like a rabbit hole, like crazy. Um, you should have yeah, kept going. The- then you could have been the more, popular artifact than artifact i think we were at some point weren't we 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 had more listeners listening to our artifact show than people playing the game a hundred percent at one point yeah (laughs) it was 10 but i'm being i don't um but yeah there you go more than how many people were playing artifact at the time so (laughs) yes yes for anyone who doesn't know the artifact was uh like if you know hearthstone or magic it was like that for dota right it was like the dota's version of the card game so that was that was the original so the asap and i probably say this on every anniversary show was originally i mean i was gonna laugh at this but uh it was artifact super awesome podcast that that was the force i just wanted to say something that was like a word you know like i wanted the let first letters to actually spell out a word and then i just forced that in so that's actually the uh the reasoning and then weekly became a thing i don't know because there's a lot of seo on asap like by itself so i'm like i need to differentiate it it can't just be straight asap so there you go and i just thought that was your scheduling I thought that was, was your scheduling style. It was a scheduling thing. It, you'll that just was the DM hope. me. You'll DM me. Be like, "Can we do a podcast tomorrow?" And I'm like, "He's taking ASAP. We're serious." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Actually, to this point, this is why there's a calendar now. It's because people are like, "Okay, let me know ahead of time when the show is. Let, let's stop doing this like ASAP as soon as it happens." Um, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go through the, some of the chat comments here uh, as we're continuing on, and then I'll get to Matt here. Um, Awesome says, I can't believe I joined the community right at the end of Fruit Wars. Uh, it feels yeah. like just yesterday. Yeah, Fruit Wars was a great joke where all of a sudden we were just making memes about which fruit was the best. So I very much remember that. Um, and then other people, like a year later, re like it kind of resurrected somehow in the Rocket League community. I'm like, nah, we've already done this, okay? We were, <laughs> we're the hipsters. We've done this before. It was cool. Um, uh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes. Wow. We're getting the greatest of all things. Uh, copy pasta promotion from a bot. That's great. Um. Yeah. I think that's really it. Nick Tackler saying trying to explain artifact. Yeah. I don't think I could explain artifact, even to you, Nick Tackler. As as big as your brain is. Um. You, you played <laughs> cards and defeated your opponent. Yes. Yes. And they did really cool things. I still think it was a fun game. Uh. But. I'll, I'll digress. I, 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 we don't need to talk about artifact anymore. It's 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 part of it, our hidden past. It's an artifact <laughs> at this point. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, there's Matt with his uh, his great jokes. Um, Matt joined me for the Pokemon podcast. When did when did it like the Pokemon podcast really start? I wonder if you remember. But I can look it up. But it was I, I like don't know if- not long after the release of uh, uh, Sword and Shield. And because... Sword and Shield like three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, because like that's mm-hmm. that was. That was the crucible that like triggered us to uh, uh, start the podcast because we were just talking about Pokemon and like that game did real trauma to me. So (laughs) 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 that was our first episode was me complaining about Sword and Shield. (laughs) What was hilarious to me is that by the time because we did a revisit. So that was the very first episode we did. Well, we did like an intro episode, but then we did that as like our first kind of main thing, like the premise of the show just being reviewed, the old, reviewing the old Pokemon games. But when we 
revisit it i actually had much better opinion of it just because of the expansions and matt refused to get them and i'm like i agree if you didn't like the full game why would you ever get the expansions right <laughs> um like the expansions as a standalone 20 dollars game would have been great you know <laughs> if, if i didn't have the rest of the game just these mini stories uh that would have been great um but yeah no that that kind of started there was i mean I'm, I'm just like trying to think as to like w- when i reached out i mean there's part of me Wabs makes this joke, right? But like some part of me doing these podcasts is literally like, oh, because I do these, I keep up, you know, with friends and able, like, we actually have a talk and we talk about the stuff that we're both interested in. Um, because it, it's like, it's funny to say, like, oh, I like, here, here's the schedule for like when I'm going to talk to you. But I think there's part of that, 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 uh, that in there as well, uh, is that you get to keep up. And I, I think that's part, partly why, uh, I invited Matt on. And I think, uh, I think it's been going great ever since. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea you were running all these different podcasts. You were just like, hey, did you want to start a podcast talking about Pokemon? I'm like, ah, sure. I have no idea how to do that. And you're like, don't worry. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's actually funny that you, like, mentioned that. Because, like, I think at this point, like, starting a podcast is far easier than we started. I think when Wabs and I started, um, the... Well, the barrier of entry was a lot higher, right? Like all the podcasting companies, like you had to pay a certain amount just to like for them to host your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And now you have a couple of these companies that um, essentially for free, you can just start uploading and then it literally does all of the um, like reaching out to diff- other companies really easily, right? Like Anchor especially, right? The Spotify one. It's like you can get it on Spotify, Apple and, and all the like Amazon music, whatever it is. They all do it. The, all the... All the Literally, the website you use does it for you now, right? But when we started, um, that wasn't the case. Um, so, yeah, it, we, we started with uh, with a different company. And then it was like, I think when another like startup approached me, it's like, hey, do you want to host it for us? And we'll let you do it for free. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were great because I worked with them ever since the Red Circle, right? But um, it, it's one of those things that I, yeah, I think, it, I think it's interesting that the space right now is like, you know, there's so many podcasts like there's some sense of like being oversaturated or undersaturated but like if you have an interest there's probably a podcast for it and if there isn't a podcast for it and you know how to talk uh you can probably make a podcast for it and have it be somewhat successful so i really like that um oh we're getting our first question in chat so this will start us off here um chaos maker between romus corner and all the podcasts how do you have any time Lazero? how do i do it um i think it'll be good if all the guests uh pull out a theory first uh and then i'll then i'll i guess explain and we'll start with wabs since he's been you know part of this thing since the beginning go ahead wabs a theory for how romance corner and all the podcasts can happen i like how romance corner is included as a separate like (laughs) it is its own podcast we'll talk about that in a second but let's continue i think that you uh are just able to slow down time or freeze time at some point and then you just are doing school or whatever else for you know you do your your job because you have a job and then um and then at some point you just freeze time and you do all three or maybe you reverse time for a bit you do all three podcasts or all four or all five or however many you're doing at this point um at the same time and that's my guess you're doing all of them at once and then romance corner is happening on the side when we also do it at the same time because it's no podcast yeah, uh, so I'm going to Prisoner of Azk- Azkaban vibes yeah. is what, yeah. what I'm hearing from you. Okay, yeah. uh, Matt, what's your theory? Uh, my theory is that uh, if you treat 15 different podcasts as a social life, 
and that <laughs> gives you a lot of free time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I mean, um, you just admitted to like, well, I can use it to keep track of friends. It's like, well, if you just substitute ever actually going to see friends with talking to them on podcasts once a month. That's all you need to do. You're right? not wrong, but I don't think you're right either. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, no, that's great. That's hilarious. Uh, Boxer, say, what do you got? So first of all, I'm a father of two. I'm going to assume you have no kids. Yes, yes, obviously. Okay, yes. so that helps a lot. That's a force multiplier right there. That gives you a lot of free time. <laughs> also, a lot of free money that I don't have personally. And then the second one, I'm going to go with Matt a little bit, where uh, uh, I don't know that you really play Age of Empires. Like, I feel like that's the Ooh. dirty secret of the podcast. I don't <laughs> oh, see I think, you play Age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is, this so, is, ooh, this, this will be good. I like where this topic is going. You finish your, finish your thought, but then we can, this, I think so that, this, we this, got a topic for this. This is your age engagement, is you talk about the game more than you play it. Um, yes, yes. I respect yes. it. I respect the game. No, I, I, I'll i be honest. I think this is probably the big thing. with Because well, right now we have three podcasts, right? Like, let's be honest. This is the three. This is the three. Uh, there are times I was trying to do like a Hearthstone or Terra type stuff. And there's just too many going at once. So I was trying to do like four shows a week. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, and I think on top of it, like what I am doing is like going to the future. Like we're looking at uh, with the calendar, right? Where I'll be on slightly less shows. Instead of seven shows a month, I'll be on five shows a month. Um, but... The, the point the point that I'm trying to make is uh, I think the one big thing for me is just especially like with the esports side of things for Rocket League and Age of Empires, um, just keeping up with that in itself is a lot. Right. Um, and so I find like, for instance, if I play like an hour, like two hours, three hours of Rocket League, that probably could have been time spent watching Rocket League and then using it for the review to actually use on the show. Right. So uh, th- those are like decisions in age. Age of Empires. Um, it's definitely be. I would say I'd probably play Age of Empires like once a month and it's usually with friends. And I think I've spoken about that on the show. I, I'll play the campaign from time to time if I get interested in like the campaign, especially the AOE 4 campaign, the newer one. Um, but for me, it's very much like with friends. I'll, I'll play AOE. AOE. Uh, Pokemon is uh, dependent on where we are in the cycle of when the new Pokemon game is released, in which case I'll play a lot of Pokemon just after it's released for the next two weeks. And then, and then there's probably like very little Pokemon until the next game releases. That's that's kind of how it went. Although I will say for the course of our podcast, like we started with Sword and Shield expansions, right? Um, we had the uh, Pokemon Diamond remake. We had the Arceus, right? And we have now we have Scarlet Violet. So it's the, with Pokemon, it's like it's like a I, I mean quarterly. It's like a I guess twice a year thing where I, yeah, where I you know, on. every six months there's a new Pokemon content thing that needs to be gone through and how far i get depends on how good of a product it is yes yes and we we've purposefully not been telling each other if we finish the game or not so that'll that'll be a surprise <laughs> once we once we get to it um but if for anyone who is listening i will say my uh my quote-unquote um how should i put this my quote-unquote uh foreshadowing is that my review now is much more positive than my first review. That's all I'll say. Okay, there you go. Um, but yeah, there you go. So so it's I think I think that's one of those things. It's like if I were to dedicate the time I probably needed in each of the individual games, I don't think I could do all the podcasts. I think that's just the reality on that now to Boxer Saints point, right? Um, I think what I like to do, and probably I, I am 
planning and hoping to do more of, especially for the major tournaments. Is to, and I, I think I've experienced this both in Rocket League and, and in Age of Empires is to have like those like specific big game recaps. I think those are really good. And then that just requires me to write notes and then like have the whole recap and then you can actually talk about the strategy and stuff. So um, that's probably, I think the, the level commitment I would like more for myself, like for, for the future uh, podcast, but it's one of those things. It's like, am I going to be playing every game every week? No, like that's just the reality, right? But Um, managing, managing and organizing and coordinating, like that's a skill set. Like it's not, I wouldn't, I don't knock it. I, that I wouldn't be on a podcast if you weren't managing, coordinating it because it's too much, too much for me to worry with, with my life right now. So like, it's a good, it's a good partnership. (laughs) partnership. It's a good partnership on this side. You, you do the stuff that I'm not interested in. And then I do the stuff that you, not that you're not interested. You don't have the time for, which is keeping up with the game, staying embedded in the community, in the communities, tournaments and stuff. So I think it's a good, it's a good. Yeah. And and then that's why I think especially, it's probably a lot harder, I would say, even like honestly on the Rocket League show, right? That's a weekly show. Um, mm-hmm. Because in Age of Empires, I've had a full month. So there'll be a chance that I've watched some of the tournaments. There'll be a chance that I've played the game a little bit. Or at the very least, there'll be a big update that I can talk about. And I can I can talk RTS eyes closed to death, you know, general general stuff, right? And how, how it changes impact stuff. Uh, Pokemon is by far the easiest breeze for me and Matt because... I think like the people listening, I don't think the people listening are like, let me go play Pokemon Yellow and then listen to someone talk about Pokemon Yellow. It's more like nostalgia based because people play the games and then they hear us recap and, and then they maybe have some memories. So I, I think I think that podcast goes very smoothly because it's mostly just researching what the game was. And then Matt, Matt's been really great too because I, I think, I don't know if it's in Matt's nature to like naturally kind of take on the responsibility of, of, of maybe recapping some of the things. Um, I think I asked him to do it once, but now we kind of share that <laughs> responsibility as we're doing the show, and I think that works great because we just bounce off. Um, I'm gonna go to the next question here in the chat. Oh, actually, Matt, did you want to say something? Oh, I was just gonna say you're you're pretty correct that like I like to recap things because you know I enjoy narratives in games. So uh, either praising or being snarky at a narrative <laughs> is a very fun thing to do for me. Fair, fair enough. Um, Bruce Alex asks, um, would you have done anything different knowing what you know now versus four years ago when you started? Woo! Okay. <laughs> okay. Would I have anything? anything? I'm sure there's something <laughs> I would have done different. Does it have to be related to the podcast? <laughs> 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 I've chosen a different career path, okay? <laughs> I would I have become the pro gamer I was always meant to be. Um, no. Uh would I have done anything different? But because now that you've said that, Matt, I'm thinking uh, philosophically. Um, so you know, I'll get back to you in 20 minutes. But no, I I would say it's one of those things where the things that I tried and failed, I learned from. So I don't necessarily want to disregard like the attempt of the AOE one like history podcast. Um, that was kind of the beginning of the Age of Empire podcast, where it was just me trying to do solo shows and like re- research some of the history. I personally think those are some of my worst shows um, because they're individual shows. Like later on, I had a couple people, and then it, then it went a little better. But individual shows were one very hard. That's a realization to me is that specifically podcasting by yourself is very difficult. Um, but part of me also felt that those were important in the sense that if I hadn't tried those things, like I wouldn't really know how I felt about them. Um, 
and as well, I think there's another part of me that's like, if I ever do those again, and I think like uh, Box and I tried to do a history one, um, and I think that show wasn't bad actually because we both kind of brought a little bit. But I had the realization that I'm like, okay, if I were to actually seriously do an AOE history podcast. I would need to be preparing. What what's the university rule? Three to one, right? So if I'm doing a one hour podcast, I need to probably spend three hours of my week beforehand, like actually preparing, knowing all the historical facts and knowing have a general knowledge of that thing. Um, so I think that's one thing, right? Is like if I'm going to do a history show, I need to put the extra time into it. Um, someone like said uh, anime, right? Would there be an ASAP mm-hmm. with the anime podcast? I think it will, it's bound to happen eventually. However, once again, I think that show that I'm going to do would be something that is either once a month or once every two months. And it would be a research show where I take something I like from an anime, some kind of, you know, human thing, some kind of uh, political thing, maybe some kind of philosophical thing, and then use that as a basis to talk about those things. And, and I think that's kind of, you know, one of those things. Uh, there was the Runeterra thing that I tried, like, on and off. And it was really cool because it was one of the guys from Action Esports, right? He's working for Action Esports. He's doing those YouTube videos. Um, he he was on with me, Nikita. Um, and that was really cool because I really enjoyed talking to him. But I think what that helped me realize is that the, there's... Like, I've done this for a while, but burnout is a very real thing. And especially as you're trying new things, you get really excited about those things, but then it's like, are you going to keep doing this like regularly? Are you going to have a social life? Are you going to go talk to people in real life? Uh, which, which I couldn't do right with these shows that I do now, like most of these shows, I don't have that extra pressure or stress. Like it's not shows that like take out away from me, from my general energy. Right. Um, there are things that I do that I go to, I enjoy and I don't really stress or worry about them. Um, but I think what I realized there, it's like, there's a reason that the, the other shows have been, once a month right they switch to once a month formats right the rockley one i've stuck just because it's the first one like it's our longest running one that we've done the weekly shows uh but even as you'll see kind of going to the future of the year is i'll be i'll be i'll be only appearing twice a month right that'll be a change they'll be doing there um and with boxer saint right i know we were joking at the beginning of the show about the announcement um uh or i mean sorry totally seriously yeah you kicked me off but uh the <laughs> idea is i want more more for the age of empires because i feel like I feel like there's enough in the Age of Empires community, especially the game and like what we haven't dived into to have shows twice a month. But I know like personally, it would be too much for me if I was on those shows as well. Right. Yeah. Not super smart to do that and not, and not risk burnout. Um, And it's it's also, I know it's hard to also relieve some of that creative um, initiative and hand it off. So um, that's kind of your baby and you're giving me your baby and I, I might drop it. But it'll bounce up. We'll be good. I'll, I'll take care of them. As a thick skull. Um, you said you had how many children? Uh, three, two. Two. Oldest one is five. So he's he's made it. He's got his knees. His knees are all bruised up. He's got a big scar on his back this week. Uh, but he made it. We live a, That's all that matters. We live a rough life here. He went to, this is, I'll do an aside. He went to karate last night for the first time. But he wore his jujitsu gi, and then all the instructors at karate were like, "This is his first time in," and they're like, "Does does he do jujitsu?" Almost like, "Why is this awesome kid here? He should not be in karate. He should be wrestling people to death." <laughs> <laughs> that's how we. That's how we run our life here. That's great. That's great. Um, awesome. One one thing okay. to ask you, um, as a, a thing that you might have changed, did you end up buying that axe card way back when? I Would I have bought Axe Coin? No, the Axe card, basically Axe Coin. 
No, that it, was the joke. It was Axe Coin. Okay, so Axe Coin. For reference, <laughs> the Steam market, like the cards in Artifact were on the Steam market and people were this buying is... like the most expensive card and then trying to make it like sell. But then because people stopped playing the game, the value of it dropped. Just um, it was NFTs. Just yeah, I was NFTs. about to say like this, this just sounds like NFTs, but on the Steam marketplace. Yep. Um, we're talking about the, uh, sorry, I'm just going to like real quick. We, we currently have started up using uh, a sound editor again. Your boy Hunty was great, by the way, your boy Hunty. I have full respect to you. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think it's one of those things where, where it's tough because I think, uh, Hunty has so much other things going on. Um, and I think as well, like one of the things that I was thinking about is like, I feel at this point, Hunty's been around so long, but there's something about having someone you completely don't know, like a stranger doing the sound editing. That is nice because like the, um, the interactions is, is like way less personal. Right. Um, so you're able to say like, Hey, can I have this? And then the show releases a little more, uh, quicker. I don't want to force Hunty in that. Right. Cause like when, when Hunty started, he was a volunteer. Right. Um, and then for a little bit, um, I was, I was able to pay him a bit, but then it also stopped making sense uh with with kind of how the podcast was going so that was that was a whole thing in and of itself um but yeah no we except except for okay in the most recent episode there wasn't a sound editor because what happened like did we just not use zencaster like what happened yeah we were in discord because zencaster has been iffy when we have the four person shows with that set of people (laughs) okay well i guess the first thing is to find a program we can record with that isn't zencaster that works with four people or like it seems it works fine for us right now so mm-hmm. uh that'll be something that we'll keep in mind no but like Hunt, hunty was great i mean we had hunty on last year as well uh his, his brother as well that was really fun because um i believe wabs didn't you uh donate a whole bunch on behalf of me i mean uh i don't know what was the yes joke i did that i was I doing did. yeah yeah, yeah. It was I, wa- I don't I, remember I pretend- how much it was but sorry the re- here's the secret revealed from from the hunty and um ty ty uh uh um uh oh I'll, I'll respond to that in a second honey uh yeah but but uh not ty swoogles but ty it was a Snywalker, skywalker Snywalker, yeah Snywalker, um which is hunty's brother um i went to his stream and pretended to be wabs for like a month <laughs> like this is like uh i i i subscribed to and all, everything is hilarious um and he like thought he was interacting wabs and it just made me laugh uh yeah hunty yeah and uh, i was overrun with stuff and it worked out great that, that's great yeah, yeah yeah i have i i have like absolute adoration for hunty and like the mm-hmm. reality was we needed a break where we didn't have the audio editor um just as we were kind of reformatting the patreon reformatting all those things so um and then when i when i eventually found something that made sense uh we we got sounded again um yeah, yeah you didn't know that yeah, yeah that's the reveal hunty yes yes it was me pretending was me. to be wabs <laughs> I didn't know about it until after all of it was done and the final donation was sent. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, if you have any questions, like this is a good time now to ask them. Cause it's going to be mostly like a random question thing. Uh, we have one question that I did see from earlier questions that we're going to start with. If we don't get anything in the chat. Um, and it's by our producer. Yeah. Does anyone know who the producer is? <laughs> Do we have a producer? I didn't know we had a producer. So uh, we, do we, we don't. The joke. The joke is, is there's this guy that used to be on our uh, Rocket League. Uh, the joke is, if there's a name for this podcast, it's the joke is. Uh, that, that's what I've been uh, pl- explaining. Jokes. That's a great podcast. Um, the 
yeah uh we have a we have a, a friend of ours that was on the show for a year or so tim uh who in the rockley questions is the only person well not the only person but he's someone who overruns us with rockley questions but it's usually not rockley's questions usually like business questions uh, so that's <laughs> like, you gotta tell ty yeah. yeah yeah tell ty yeah tell ty that i was pretending to be what's wow. your commercial throughput in the first <laughs> financial quarter <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll throw this out to everyone because I, th- I think this will work. I think this will be fine. Um, so Tim's question is, and he says it's a long question, so we need our listening ears, everybody. Uh, in a slight departure from Rocket League, which I'm sure any of our Pokemon or Rocket or sorry, Age of Empires listeners uh, will be grief. I don't think I've, I've monopolized this in any any way. I think it's been a very general Q and A. Uh, the quest for someone or something to be first is often over- chosen over being right or being good, which. I mean, if that doesn't like you know tell us the tale of this podcast, I mean, I don't know what will. Um, <laughs> do you know the joke there, Wabs? Have you figured it out? Our quest yes. is to be to the first podcast, <laughs> not necessarily the best podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway. that's, that's before we even started the the ASAP. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Wow. No, that, what, that, what I just completely first? forgot about that. That was like four and a half years ago. How do you expect me to remember that? We we. <laughs> We were supposed to be the first, uh, the first um, artifacts podcast. We were weren't we supposed to be the best. We, were, I think, we were the first. Yeah, that was literally it. That's what I was going that, for. And then we were, hopefully it, through that practice, through that like month, we yep. weren't the first. Were we not? I don't know. I don't remember. I thought we were uh, because yes, we did it two weeks beforehand. We might might have been the second. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We were smart. <laughs> we did it in the pre-release. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Business savvy us. Um, all right, which games or companies do you think focus on releasing first, like the individual game, uh, so much that they miss the mark when it comes to quality? So do you, uh, this is a this is actually a great general like video mm. game question. I think anyone can answer. Um, yeah, do we have any company or specific games that you think of like, oh, they're literally just trying to release it first? I'm gonna start and. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about it in a second. I'm going to start because I want to actually segue this to Box just saying, but I had a feeling like with AOE 4, it kind of felt like that. It felt like they released a game that wasn't even done. They just wanted to release it because it was like the anniversary or whatever. I don't know if Box is going to agree with me. I don't know. They did do that. I don't know if that's why. I think mm-hmm. arriving to market first rather than best is important. And mm-hmm. historically, you can look at in different areas, like everybody wants a band aid. We don't care about the brand, but that's that's a brand. Band-Aid is a brand, but it's synonymous with the little strip. Uh, there's Tylenol. You know, if I got a headache, I want some Tylenol. I don't need the brand Tylenol, but I'm not going to use the whole, you know, chemical name of whatever the, the mixture is. Isn't that so, Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, so I think there's value in getting there first rather than being the best. That being said, I feel like video games today, because they can release and then patch on the internet they don't worry about quality at all and it doesn't i don't know that sales suffer that much because what else are we gonna buy you know age four came out am i gonna put my money towards company of heroes instead like they're not coming out for a year and a half so uh i think i think it's just companies are getting relaxed and they don't have to have the quality on the front end they can patch Mm. it on the back end there are still Huge issues, I think, in age four, just quality of life stuff that should have happened, uh, that would have had to have happened for age two because it was 1998 and half your your buyers or less had internet, so you couldn't do subsequent patches. That's fair. That's fair. Matt, what did you want to say about Game Freak? Well, I think we can 
I, I think anyone who's ever watched any footage of Scarlet and Violet or Sword and Shield or Arceus or pretty much any Pokemon game that's come out in the last like five years could tell that like there were maybe a, there was maybe a final pass or twelve that were skipped um, before <laughs> before release. <laughs> No, I think that's it's fair. It's just like, you know, when we look at the sun, the frame rate drops down to 12, but that's it's fine. It's not zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's 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 the setting of low expectations, I guess, why these games or these companies can get away with just releasing first, right? I mean, to, I would actually add to this point a little bit, because I think specifically to uh, Tim's question, is when we say releasing first, specifically when it comes to, like, games... Um, I think it's tough too because you also have to think of new genres in order to be like the first release in the genre. Like that's the big thing, right? When 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 Fortnite came out, like the battle royale genre, like everybody released those games afterward because that was like, oh, we we we've tapped into something that used to be H one H one Z one, right? And then PUBG and then Fortnite, right? But it seems it's interesting because all those seem to like have replaced each other. Like I would say right now, surprisingly, I think Apex is like still really huge, right? Yep. Um, and it was one of the last ones to release where I think they actually chose the quality over quantity. The thing is, they don't get the initial bump. Like they might get, they actually did get a little bit of fad, I think, like for the two weeks that, that, that as they release. Um, but now it seems like one of those games that a lot more people go back to, right? As opposed to the other ones. I mean, it's also region dependent, I think, and country dependent. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think PUBG, for instance, is way more popular um, in certain certain countries than others, right? Um, I'm thinking like New Zealand, Australia, like for, for some reason there was like a bigger scene for that specific game that stuck, stuck around. Um, and I, I don't really know what, why that is. Um, but I think, I think in some ways being first actually has to do with creativity of like what new genre of game you're creating, right? Like fall guys is basic platforming with friends. It's like Jack in a box with friends, but uh, Kind of, I don't know. They, they it, found it, it's something all those there. Old, like, um, it's just Mario Party, but only you know, the it's games all those and... like wipeout type game yeah. shows yeah, yeah, that yeah, you can yeah, play yeah. with your friends. Yes, yes. And yes. all the characters are little blobs, so you don't feel bad about getting like whacked across the face and sent cartwheeling into like, exactly oblivion. Yeah. So, so well, I guess, you... I guess the point is, is like. I don't think them fighting the genre is necessarily the bad thing. I think it's the fact that when there's a new fad, some of these games, instead of relying on quality to kind of beat out the competition, they they try to go for uh, being the first ones to release like whatever this new mechanic or this new idea is. Yeah, I would also argue that um, it's often a common argument that like these days game developers release very broken games to the intention that they can fix them later which is true to an extent but older games are a lot more broken than a lot of people give them credit for (laughs) oh that's a fair point that's a fair point like um it's just a lot of them aren't as a lot of the problems with old games aren't as widespread because you know we didn't have a robust internet culture when those came out Mm. like uh i think the current any percent ocarina of time speed run involves changing the cartridge to like (laughs) change the game state with another game and then you go back to ocarina of time and then you're just in ganon's castle (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing that is incredible (laughs) 
actually to your point because there's also a comment here from chaos maker i can tell you my eight-year-old doesn't care about the glitches or quality issues and i think that's another thing to keep in mind right like as as we're older we're all like very critical about all these things but i think the games themselves um i think that fun factor at the end of the day is so big too right like all those old games the glitches were features and not bugs right mm-hmm. yeah and now you know maybe maybe because the standard is so high and they release so frequently it's tough too because they ask i think the biggest reasons that as adults we get so negative about some of these things is that the asking price for games now is 80 dollars, right for like a triple a game and as soon as that's the asking price you're like i don't well, know I mean, <laughs> even that even that too because like uh by inflation we were paying more for games when we were kids but we weren't paying for the games mm. so uh we didn't really have the impression of like oh i've lost all this money um you also like have a lot more free time as a kid so you know if you had to redo a section because your character fell through the world you're just laughing at the fact your character fell through the world not like uh i only have 20 more minutes before my laundry's done um i want to finish this level (laughs) i'm not worried about bugs as much uh like uh, the new aoe4 pup came out and beastie cutie found a bug in one of the buildings that spawns a random unit every okay. 30 seconds. If you, um, like if you tear the building down and rebuild it or what, pack it up and unpack it with Mongols, uh, it spawns the same unit again. So you can like spam, you can shoot, you, you, know, wow. you can micro. That's a, bug. That's a bug. Who would find that in testing? That's a silly thing. I get that. What bothers me is more like features. Like H4, you couldn't remap your keys for nine months. Like, why? How is that? How was that on the backlog of like, oh, we'll get to that just whenever. Like, just put that in. Put that in the game. It's yeah, like, no, those are the things that bother me more than, than bugs and glitches. And I think I think it's maybe it has to do with our hope for success for some of these games. Like I think AOE four was hyped so much, right? That that there there's there's a certain association that how much Microsoft is gonna support it has to do with how much um how much people like it and we we kind of see these things as the reason people aren't playing the game right when probably in reality the rts pool at this point is so much smaller than it used to be of people who actually want to play rts games i i i enjoy watching rts games right um but especially when there's a new rts game it's like it's a a lot of work that i mean i probably have you know 10 10 years or whatever of off and on playing these games where i can somewhat easily get into these new games but like if someone's played Fortnite, like a kid's played Fortnite for the last five years like i don't think they're gonna be like yes let me learn how to control every unit in this army this sounds like a fun thing where i'm gonna have to practice for an hour Um, oh man i can't wait to memorize build orders (laughs) yes 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 <laughs> that's very fair. That's very uh, fair. This is exactly like homework. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but I, do, I, do think, I do think with RTS, there's a different. There's two different groups that play RTSs. There's the build order nerds like myself that want to get competitive. I want to play as as best as possible. Then there's also I think a larger group that's kind of silent that wants a creative mode. They want custom mods. They want custom scenarios. And I think that's where a lot of we we went over a video on this on the podcast, and I think we shared a link. Um, some dude, some StarCraft dude, summarized it pretty well. If that's what people, that's what keeps a game, an RTS game, with longevity. It's having that creative mode, having that mod access, having a built-in mod component um, that Age Two had, that I think StarCraft had, um, 
and some of the other games. Looking at like, like Halo, that was big in Halo as well, right? Like the yeah, the, even the gen- yeah, even first person shooters um, that have yeah. that have more longevity. You get custom. Uh, Halo had a lot of like the Griff Ball. Like, that was one of my favorite modes in Halo, and I think it was somebody's custom game that they put into the the main. So, so that's that's what I think. Companies had an entire like giant modding scene that involved you know turning it into Halo RTS. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. You mean Halo Wars? No, <laughs> no, no, no. just like uh, like space battles. Yeah, it was yeah, quite yeah. good. The flood were terrifying. Amazing. Um. <laughs> I'm just gonna continue here. Uh, let's let's. There's like 50 questions in Tim's question here, but I'm gonna end it with the last part of it, which I think we can we can answer. Um, what deserves kind of bouncing off this more credit for an industry or genre being successful? Uh, the one that came first, uh, like the first thing that inspired the genre, or the one that implemented it correctly afterward? I would go for the second. And why is that? Um, history is full of the like or examples of different genres or mechanics or trying trying new ideas mm-hmm. but uh if they don't like do it correctly they often just kind of get relegated to the waste bin of history and you know people mm-hmm. will pick them out years later and be like oh you know that's when that first came out um mm-hmm. but it's really the thing that you know does it correctly that everyone always like really remembers and like there, it's not to discourage you know, trying new things, but I just think that there's more credit to trying a new thing and doing it well than trying a new thing and not succeeding. Mm. I don't, I don't even know if that part is necessarily true, though, because uh, I, one of the biggest things here is honestly going to be advertising for it, and that's just you know the world we live in, and we know that that's yeah, true. Yeah. Um, because, and I'm going to use this example of. Dota Auto Chess and TFT. And both of those were very full, complete games. Auto Chess was just a mod in Dota that was um, completely finished and it was usable. It was good. It was a little bit janky in very small ways, but the real problem was that it was in the Dota engine and it was using Dota characters. And Dota isn't the most appealing visually thing uh, if you're, you know, being honest. Um, it's like the, you know, it, it's what Riot did best and what Riot has always done best as a company where they take a game that exists and they make it look incredible, make it look appealing and make it accessible to everybody and then just kind of wipe out a lot of the bugs. Um, CSGO Valorant, uh, Dota 2 Auto Chess and TFT, Dota and League, you could go back further with Warcraft 3 on that one if you wanted to. Um, But that's just what Riot has always done and that's the advertising bit because those two games were competing, Dota 2 Auto Chess and TFT and then TFT just took it. Dota 2 was the first, Auto Chess was the first one, but um, TFT clearly took that over. Yeah. I, I give more I credit don't... to the originals, even if they're not remembered. But like, H1Z1 we don't, we don't have... H1Z1 was the best battle <laughs> I never, of all time. I never guys. played H1Z1, I never played PUBG. But I know we don't have Fortnite, we don't have Apex, we don't have Warzone without those. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Call of Duty, they're going to keep doing the these bigger corporations become very risk averse and they're going to keep making the same damn Call of Duty for the next 30 years and they do not make Warzone unless they see Fortnite's good and Fortnite's not good unless mm-hmm. H1Z yeah. and PUBG happens. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, it, it's it's tough because like 
sometimes the first adopters are the ones that make it super like big and then sometimes mm-hmm. it's not the case sometimes it's like they give the idea to someone else who can do it better right and so yeah, yeah. yeah. i i think what i'm thinking of is less you know the ones who just do the exact same thing but like with slightly better presentation yeah um and advertising i'm thinking more of like they take an idea that didn't really like work mm. in its first iteration. Mm. I, I don't know why I'm struggling to think of an example off the top of my head, but uh, I know they are out there where they take something that didn't work in its first iteration, but they uh, put it into something that actually like, you know, really meshes with that mechanic and uh, allows it to really shine as it should have. I've got a follow-up question. What games do you not understand why nobody's making another version of like for me it's nfl blitz what happened to nfl blitz why don't i still have that somewhere where i can just button smash and drop kick somebody on the football field <laughs> like, what, what are you guys like why did this get dropped uh oh i'm well, clearly because blood bowl took off so <laughs> i have not played blood bowl is it pretty good I actually haven't played it. <laughs> I'm a big Warhammer. I'm a big Warhammer guy, but yeah, I'm also a big Warhammer guy, but I've just never gotten around to playing it. I mean, it's tough. To, I think I think certain games fill certain niches, and I think one of probably the reasons that some of these even s- smaller spinoffs or bigger games don't get renewed at some point is because we have beyond oversaturate some of these genres, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's something to how little like i think the fact that for instance nintendo has three big ips right is that is that fair we got we got we got what mario zelda pokemon am i missing one here metroid and okay okay i wouldn't call mainstream mainstream okay i want it to be a big in my heart but i think it still is it just doesn't have games coming out that's my that's my theory okay (laughs) Their pl- the platformer was decent, um, but it's pretty good. But yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I was gonna say the um, maybe the reason some of those games do so well with scarcity, as in they only release like a game in that specific IP every couple, like a year or two years, I think helps to it because there isn't games that are quite like it, right? Like I think say what you want about the Pokemon genre, I don't think there's any specific like one to one like. I don't Digimon. Like, I don't know. I don't know like what you would do where it would have enough competition for me to like seriously be like, okay, now this is the thing that everyone has decided is better. And we're going to do this version of this. Right. Um, Which I think sometimes is in some game genres like RTS, for instance, like, I don't know if RTSs can get to a point. Like, are we going to ever make a better game? You know, like I, we can make different games, but I don't know if any of these games are so much better that I like all of a sudden everybody joins that. And this is like the new RTS everyone plays. Right. Um, with Rocky League, I think Rocky League is unique in its own bubble. And there's, it's, there's a plus side that it's so individual, right. That it's a very individual, unique kind of setup for a game. Right. Um, just, just with what you have to learn. But the problem is, is because there isn't that many games that are similar to it you can't draw upon those fan bases as well. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess that's something I keep in mind. Yeah. I, it's not exactly what you're talking about where like they stop making these kinds of games, but like mm-hmm. one type of game that I love, but never, never like takes off and nobody, and like sales are always disappointing for our, um, 
like immersive sims you know like dishonored um mm. uh prey uh just death loop last year um they always get a huge amount of critical acclaim they're all they've always got these like iconic levels that are these like masterpieces of level design and nobody plays them <laughs> they just watch the one person who plays them you know that's usually yeah. how it ends yeah, up they, they watch they watch uh stealth gamer br just like jump across the level assassinating everyone without being seen yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. i'm gonna get to what awesome is said here as well uh just kind of to our kind of old games talk as well um a lot of people also don't appreciate how easy it is to mod newer games as well since most older games you had to do all kind of things why would people not appreciate how easy it is to mod i think i think I think if it's easy to mod your game in the game, I think that's actually very good. I don't think I don't think yeah. for me personally, I don't think third party is necessarily the way to go. Although, you know, because that just to me that, and I don't know if this is this is true, but it me smells a little bit of like el- el- elitism. El- el- what am I trying to say here? Elitism. Yeah, I can't say I, that word for something. I, I think there's a little bit of truth there that mm-hmm. um, people can have this perception of a lot of older games having uh, like you know oh there was these big modder scenes but a lot of those were created deliberately by the developers you know Mm. it wasn't like people just cracked the source code one day in a lot of these cases a lot of them are uh tools that the developer made like um bethesda releases their creation kit every time that they release a game uh you know starcraft uh really opens it up for the community so age age two has a mod kit that's installed with your software i didn't know that until like two weeks ago (laughs) yeah i thought that was insane yeah yeah uh so we get a lot of mods today for games that don't explicitly you know come with support uh so we have these i guess to you know it is easy today to be like oh you know mod support's so easy but it's it's easy to forget it is a deliberate thing that developers have to make yeah. in a lot of the cases to have these really vibrant modding scenes, not just like, oh, we just changed, uh, you know, model swap or uh, uh, yeah. changed the font from Times New Roman to Arial. <laughs> <laughs> Best change. This is Sans part of why I advocate so much in, like, in Rocket League, at least, for a um in game and in the software modding thing because like things like Bach is mod and um all of the injectors and stuff that you know like left mirror does and the other map creators um that stuff is incredible but nobody can play it easily you have to go through a third-party software you have to get an injector you have to try and figure out you have to do some troubleshooting because there's inevitably inevitably going to be problems and if they just had a actual mod support that was a tab in the game then it would be open to everyone. And like, you can look at, I don't even know how many genres of games Warcraft 3 developed just by existing as a modding scene and having such an open modding, uh, open like modding ability. Um, Yeah, there were tons of of things that just came from that. And I think there was a prior one that was also like Warcraft 3 might've also been a mod of. Um, And not having this open ability of modding, not having all of that, not having things just being there and being simple and being accessible, um, I think is 
one of the biggest uh, mistakes that, it, that larger companies, at least now, are, are making, I guess. Now, there is also the interesting point of view um, that there are genres of games where mods can be more controversial. Yeah, and this is and, another bit of why I think that in-game stuff is even more important, because, yeah. like, look at WoW. Yeah, no, like, I, was just, I was I was building up to that because yep. I play I play fourteen, but I've also played a bit of WoW as well, and like the yeah. difference between mod acceptance between those two games is wild. It's a it's honestly disgusting. Um, just like what what the screens look like at this point is just so unaccessible to anybody who doesn't have this massive list of mods. And they're an expected thing that you have to have, otherwise people will get mad at you. And if you don't have them, you're not meeting your quotas and you're not doing all the things. And you literally can't do the, the battles sometimes if you don't have these these mods because they'll time, they'll tell you what the, the stuff is. And they're building the games expecting you to have these mo mods and add-ons. But they're not a base thing that's in the game. You have to go to third-party software for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's why that's why I prefer 14 because you know I can do my raids in peace knowing that they actually tell me all the information I need to Yeah. You don't you don't need all these third party things. You know, I I don't need a third party mod drawing a map on my screen in real time <laughs> to show me where to stand. Yep. <laughs> because there's 72 different lasers pointing in random <laughs> directions. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I'm going to say, what, what do I usually say once we've answered a question? Question. I forget what answered. the second word is. It's answered. just answered. I, just answered. answered. I deleted it. I delete it. Oh, I say it. answered. I delete it. It's gone. I wasn't sure uh, if you said answered or deleted. deleted. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I think maybe at this point in the show, because we're kind of... We're kind of uh, I hope everyone's enjoying it. I hope I hope like this kind of general video game topics. I'm like now now my mind's already rolling. ASAP Weekly video game podcast. It's already <laughs> already spinning here, right? General general video game stuff. Um, that wouldn't be an oversaturated market at all. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I think Box of Saint would fit right in. I think visually, like like yeah. I think the rest of us would have to catch up. Honestly, yeah, I'll, we could do, I'll we could do some like... offline stuff. No, I'll I think get Box some of those saying... glasses with like horizontal <laughs> lines get, through them. I'll get you guys in touch with my tailor. I'll get you. Some... <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay, let me know. Let me know. Yeah, merch. We we have merch. Apparently, apparently, that's yeah. right. We have hats. We have hats that dogs wear, and they look really cool. That is true. Um, but uh, it's not to say that a human can't wear them. It just we have some fun photos. Of people putting <laughs> no. It's illegal for humans to wear them. If you if a human wears any of our merch, uh, the police will be by momentarily. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, so, um, no, but I think we're at a point in the show where I think I should leave it now up to the three kind of, you know, co-hosts of mine from the different shows here to ask some, we'll say, daring questions, all right? We're, we're four years in, all right? Is there is there something that you're really curious about that you can stump me, specifically to do with the podcast, okay? I'm not gonna I'm not going to tell you about other stuff. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to the host here. I mean, we could talk about Romance Corner a little bit. Is Romance so Corner con considered part of the podcast? That's what I was gonna ask. Okay, okay. So <laughs> make the official divide. Is it a part of the podcast, or is it just for patrons and pre-show? 
Well, no, I've made it for patrons of pre-show over time, right? So Romance Corner was a really dumb idea that I had, but I thought it was very heartwarming and intriguing. But parasocial relationships and saying way too much about yourself on podcasts mm-hmm. is a bad idea. Uh, and so slowly transitioned from being part of a part of the Rock Luke show to now just being part of the Patreon. Um, but the uh, I don't know. I think Romance Corner is great. I think if it was ever to become a quote unquote official podcast, it would be less personal and be more like in this situation in a relationship <laughs> what should you do and then we discuss it i think i think that upper upper tier potential for a podcast here, here i can solve the podcast for you uh, in this tier of relationship what do you do step one talk with your partner <laughs> <laughs> and and don't well, lie it's very clear yeah, as to what yeah, you're talking talk, about yeah talk to your don't partner be scared don't say exactly what you're I've thinking solved relationships <laughs> <laughs> this is great this is great all right, uh, so there you go. There you have it. It's now only a Patreon exclusive, okay? Uh, and I'm sorry I spoiled everything there. Yeah, you spoiled the podcast, right? We can't, we can't do another one. That was one. 200 episodes worth of content. That was 200 episodes. <laughs> uh, Boxer Saint, you got any, any uh, you know, tough-hitting questions to hit me with here? What's your, what's your end game? When do you stop this? You know, when do I stop ten this? Year, 10 years down the road, you're 10 years older. Are you too old to be running... 20 podcasts or i i think i think at some point i think i can maintain a once a week schedule at some point um i don't know what that will mean for the podcast specifically but i think that is a realistic thing to continue doing uh regardless of of whether the community grows or not grows i think that is realistic for me to record one show a week i think i can keep that going specifically um it doesn't necessarily have to be the same show it could be the same show what it will look like that's another matter I think very comfortably. Um, obviously, I think uh, there are certain things that I've probably kept. Um, I probably am at a point where there's also part of me that wants the quality of the people, like the people who are on the show to be actively involved in the thing that they're talking about. Right. And for me, as, as we were talking about earlier in the show, like some of the times, like I don't have the time uh, to be as involved with these, these games as I, I, I think I should be for the sake of the show, right? Um, and so that's why you'll probably start seeing more guests and more other things. Um, except for Pokemon, which I can close my eyes and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing that show. We can do that show till forever, Matt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's because I mean, that's like, show. We, can, we, we can do it without even any new Pokemon games coming out. We can just make up new Pokemon games. We know the formula. Well, uh, I was... Yes, you uh, walk through a field. <laughs> Uh, you come across an old man with a bag <laughs> and he gives you three Pokeballs. <laughs> um, but the reason I say that is because like, I think with that specific thing, we can format it to be a twice a year show or it can become a <laughs> once a year show and be very practical to do for the next 30, 40 years. Okay, so yeah. um, with some of the other ones that are involved with these games, I think, I think uh, and actually this will right, b- jump right into what Chaos Makers asked. Um, uh, I think I think it's one of those things. Well, it'll have to depend on one. Um, if I see the community growing, right, um, then I think that will add to how much involvement I'll have with the games, right? Um, I think a big one. I think I've talked with Labs about this, but like UE five is probably the next horizon or the next staging point for the Rock League podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so once that is implemented, so Unreal Engine five is implemented to Rocket League, right? And the modding community will, can actually actually go back to our earlier thing can actually be part of the game. Um, I think that'll be a point where we'll probably go all out 
for however long we can and see if see if there's something big we can do go from there i think that'll be probably a big staging point uh i think age of empires is is very solid but as you're seeing boxers saying right like i am I am down to be there once a month, right? But if I need that regular content, it's not going to be me that's on these shows. So I think in the future, eventually, eventually, a lot of these shows, it'll be, I'll be more the manager, right? Uh, and my, the amount that I'll actually be on shows will be less, but I think they'll be fine, right? Um, and by, by less, I mean four shows a, a month. Yeah, we'll, we'll just transition uh, the Pokemon podcast to be me and Tristan talking about Final Fantasy fourteen or whatever <laughs> game we're playing at the time. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, so to Chaos Makers, do you have any thoughts on trying to advertise more and grow the community? Uh, I joined the Discord because of the podcast was stuck around for the community. Yeah, the community, I think, is absolutely great. Um, I, I think that's another big thing that's been driving the podcast, right? Uh, apart from just like you know me speaking to my friends as i joked about every week um i think one of the reasons specifically the rock league show has kept up so much or done like continued throughout the thing is the fact that we've had a community behind it as well right um and it it's it has to do with stretching me because like i think things like game nights and tournaments are really important for the community specifically where all the people from the community go and play the game right together um but i think it stretches me personally to do a lot of those things like a box is saying like we were talking about age of empires too right we have the tournaments and i think those are really important to have like once a month or once every two months right um but on top of it it's like i need to be realistic as well right um i think as well as when my situation career-wise stabilizes right when i have some sense of what my future will be and a lot of those things are we'll say automated right i can also probably put in more, a little more money into the podcast I, there is a certain amount i'm not going to go above but I, I can probably put a little more uh just so that some things are automated right like those tournaments like some having someone run a tournament every month right that has our branding and everything um for a certain amount of money like that that might be a way to do those things and have the community involved um but i would like the thing to grow right but i'm also a little realistic a lot of these things that succeed are hobbies that then there is of whatever reason a big spike and then it becomes something you can potentially pursue as i'll call it a side hustle then quote unquote a career right later on um but until those things happen, I think just being consistent is really important. The fact that we've been around for four years is really important. By the way, thank you, Loganator, for uh, the happy four years. Thank, thank you so much for the love. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I would like to see it grow. I'd like to do more advertising. I'd like to do more regular content. But what I've realized, and especially like, for instance, with guests, right? Every time there's a guest on, it doesn't necessarily... Very rarely do I feel like the guests necessarily bring in so many people that that it makes a, a big jump, right? And maybe an accumulation of guests might might start seeing gradual increases, um, but the trends for me have been pretty regular, like pretty consistent um, for a lot of their shows. Um, whether it's slight curve up, big curve up, small curve up, summertime, like it, 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 like if I go year over year, there's certain periods that it's always less of or more of. Um, I think. I think December is the funniest month because <laughs> because <laughs> you can get like right at the beginning of December, you can get less people. But then like when it's like Christmas break, you get more people because like people have more time to like think about listening to podcasts. Although you have the counter thing where it's like if there's too much vacation going on, people aren't like busing or like driving for long periods of time to work because they're on vacation to regular vacation time. So they might not be listening to the show. But yeah, hopefully that answers your, your thing. Uh, Castmaker adds here. Them just a single except Discord with all the different games in one place would make the community grow. They, oh, I like this. Um, 
I honestly forget about the AoE Discord community, but probably hop in more if the community was all in one place. It's not a bad idea. It's tough for me though. Wabs, do you have do you have any thoughts on this? As I, I think, think about what my answer is. I would probably say it'd be a decent idea. Like it'd actually be a pretty good idea. And then we could just add um hidden like role-based um sections of the, the Discord, which I think is relatively easy to do. We already have that set up with a couple roles. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really it's good. one of those things though. The the only thing that I concern myself is I if I add everyone in, in the Rock League Discord about a Rock League thing is I like concern knowing knowing people that are like in Age of Empires mm-hmm. right or are there in Pokemon. That's the biggest reason to. Although I don't know, like I don't know, I don't. We don't have anyone in Pokemon, right, Matt? Yeah, no. The current Pokemon Discord is basically just uh, the three of us sitting around. <laughs> I have three discords. <laughs> one of them is just us. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't invited anyone to it and I, I have thought about it but because you know I respect Matt and this is just us hanging out uh, I've I there's a Pokemon's a big enough community okay they don't need an individual <laughs> community another individual community uh, like ours you can automate roles so then you can just mm-hmm. at AOE players or just at Rocket League players just set up a special right. role for me you are not, so we can only see one channel where we just remind each other about <laughs> podcast times <laughs> just, you're the only two that see it you know maybe someone else would have administrative privileges I don't even know remember if Wabs has administrative privileges at this point um, do. <laughs> do you have like do you have like destroy the server privileges no I, I think only one person has that um, um, yes only one person has that yeah but uh, it'll just be like you'll go in and everyone else like sees like you know we'll have like a mass of like all the things actually this will be a good point if anyone does listen to this can you comment in the discord if you'd like this especially the aoe community because the rocket community the discord is big enough that like us adding something and then only doing specifically at rocket league i don't think is going to be the end of the world and then when we have crossover shows like this like specials like this like and add everyone on one place so that's not bad um but i think specifically the aoe community would want to do that um and that might be nice i It'd be weird. Well, because we we just eventually have like Rock League General Agent. Yeah, I, I think it's doable actually. Now that I think about it, this this will be something that I'll, I'll ponder for a little bit, and then I'll see what I decide to it. Um, too much space. Hey man, too much space. Thank you so much for continued support. Yeah, all all is well. All is well. You're you're uh, joining in right at the end uh, of it here. Um, okay, maybe we'll do one more. Anyone have one more? Matt, I don't know if Matt has a hard-hitting question. I don't know if any any of you three have a hard-hitting question. <laughs> I got so distracted by the previous conversation. I think I had one, but I forgot it. I, I think if anyone, any one three of you, uh, the three of you has a hard-hitting question, uh, you're going to hit me with it, and then... I know, we'll, I know, I know Matt, oh, okay, I've got I know one. Matt's question, okay. and yes, Matt, it is real. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question? Look, Matt? I had facial hair two days ago. I just shaved. <laughs> Um, if you could only keep one podcast that hurts and (laughs) all the others will be lost to the wind like you know you got a new job but it's in like Nunavut and you can only like you can only be like online like one hour every week (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which podcast would it be uh romance corner <laughs> <laughs> you two are invited yeah yeah this this is it this is the show this would be romance it'd be the asap weekly video game podcast where you had an hour and we have to fit in every topic and all the things that we're interested in into that one hour that's what i would do 
I would, it would be maximum efficient, maximum content packed into an hour. Actually, might make for a very fast moving show if I only have an hour limit. I'm just like talking really fast. We'll be hyped up. We'll be waving, you know, boxing Super high in the energy. background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Tim's saying, drop the RL podcast for sure. Dead game. Yeah, Tim. So, I mean, I think this is one of the reasons that I've like, I'm starting to like not want to have Tim on the Rock League podcast. <laughs> Because uh, all Tim does is, is if he's on the Rock League podcast, complain about how he doesn't play Rock League anymore. Uh, so it <laughs> it kind of makes it like he wants to talk about like the business esports size, and I like that stuff too. But I'm like, if you're just gonna trash Rock League the whole time, like I don't think people listening to a Rock League podcast <laughs> want to continuously hear people just but say it, they don't it like adds Rocket engagement League. for that target demographic of all the people who don't play Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> which is good for this podcast but not good for the weekly rocket league podcast yeah but what if i want to watch a rocket league podcast but i don't play or know anything about rocket league um tim is a bot tim actually started the bots in rocket league because he wanted to get rid of it all um okay uh <laughs> i real or also real life yes the real the real life podcast is is uh, the one i'll drop no i i think it's one of those things where we're naturally i mean i've talked about i think I'm going to be managing some of these things more in the background as time goes on. I think that's just a natural progression, uh, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. And I think it'll be good because as like new opportunities arise, maybe there'll be new people who are interested in doing podcasts and literally they'll just, if they're good at it and I trust them, which is another thing as well. Um, but, and they reach out and they're like, Hey, it's me, my friend, we want to like do a show for this. I mean, like that'll be just things I accept and then we'll work out how that works in the background. But yeah, I think, I think it's good um yes the for those of you who didn't miss uh the live show here i'll be putting the vod with the audio uh, probably up tomorrow i'm gonna try to get it in tomorrow um i'll be putting that up on the youtube i think i'll put that both on the rocket league youtube and on the live youtube uh because i have two channels now although nobody knows about the second one the AJ, the aoe community has kept that second one it's like it's really it's it's kind of for the aoe community i feel the second one um but uh because it's it's a lot of rock uh, aoe stuff anyway um yeah so you you can watch the whole vod there or you can just listen to the show because it'll be out on all the feeds uh shortly um i think this is maybe a good time tim you were featured in the show by the way so uh congratulations yeah. you just weren't on it you just weren't on it <laughs> I'd like to thank all our patrons who uh, help support the show uh, and uh, provide you with lovely content as uh, in the pre-show uh, th- for this episode. Um, I was desperately trying to uh, create uh, the, the images. The crop wars. Of, yes, uh, the crop wars. Yes, that's a good way to put it. 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I have some things to say about Streamlabs, but I'll, I'll digress. Uh, I'd like to thank our patrons, Zodiac22, um, Too Much Space, we got Chaos Maker, Space Bear. Uh, we got, oh my goodness, I should know this. Frank, Awesomeness, uh-huh. Raz, uh, Digital Toast, Paint, uh, Rook, your boy Hunty, and Young Slug. Thank you so much for your continued support. Uh, helps us out so, so much. Um, all of you were awesome. Uh, I'd like to maybe give a moment here uh, to each of each of the co-hosts here that are on the show, if they have any last things they want to say, people to shout out, thank their mom. I don't know. Uh, we'll go. We'll go clockwise, starting from Boxer. Saying, "What do you? What do you have to say, Mister uh, Gatorade?" Shout out to my agent, uh, Gatorade Under Armour, all my sponsors. Um, 
the Tom Brady Foundation, Kobe Bryant Foundation, uh, all the all the groups that support me and what I do. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna keep swinging, and we'll see you guys in the Age of Empires podcast. Nope, oh, that's my agent right now. He's calling about the under. Oh, you gotta go. Okay, okay yeah. <laughs> five five hundred thousand, or I'll walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, that's it. I don't care. I'll, I'll change Gatorade to Powerade. I don't care. <laughs> oh my god! I meant to mute. I'm sorry, guys. I got to hear that. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Nothing bad came through. <laughs> Wavs, what's your uh, your final expression here on the fourth year anniversary? Um, I'm gonna shout out you, Zero, <laughs> and just as like the life lifeblood, the heart of the the, the network, I guess. <laughs> Not just the one blood that spills yeah. continuously. The blood that spills continuously. <laughs> The reason started, the reason still going. And uh, yeah, so shout out to you. Nice. Nice. Uh, Matt? I'm going to shout out Tristan for, um, you know, being the third part of our Pokemon podcast who shows up when his work schedule doesn't uh, leave him going to bed at 4 a.m. the previous uh, night, uh, or morning, rather. Um Shout out to him for uh, when I first mentioned that I was going to be doing this Pokemon podcast. He said, oh, that sounds fun. And I took him completely seriously and inducted <laughs> him and mostly against his will. <laughs> uh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, I also thank uh, Matt from our Age of Empire podcast. He's the other uh, reoccurring host. Um, I, I do have now on the schedule, there's Matt and there's a Pokemon bracket. And there'll be like another Matt. It'll be AOE bracket. So so there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he's been on. Um, uh, so thank you. I, I, and he, it's fun because like he's kind of we're doing the AOE four stuff a little more with Matt, and then we'll, with Boxer Team we do the AOE two stuff. So. You went to high school with me. You know I have no problem with there being other Matts. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of Matts in our high school. <laughs> I don't think um, Matt has to or can have a problem with other Matts. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I like to also shout out um, everyone in the chat who's watching. Thank you so much for continuously watching. I like to shout out um, uh, Messi and Cursor, who've been very much involved in the past year. Um, mm. I would say, literally, as as the show's going, uh, the fact that Cursor and Messi have been around has helped the Rock League show stay consistent. And mm. now, with kind of our, our scheduling kind of working out and us playing it out, um, it'll very much they'll be uh, featured prominently uh, throughout the uh, upcoming year. Um, so I'd like to thank them. I'd like to thank Elias who's been the show from time to time. Uh, I'd like to thank Prof, um, who was a great guest. He was a, he was a coach for for Rock League, um, but he was a great insightful guest. Um, Wabs, who am I missing? Without Ty. going too much into the weeds, uh, Ty Ty Swoogles. Yes, Ty was great. Um, the the rumor informant, the man who knows all the things in the background of the Rock yep. League scene, the shadow, the shadow puppet, master of whispers, the Rock League podcast. Yes, uh, I guess let, thank Hunty um, mm-hmm. for all the thing that he did for the show before. Dave, since we are here, Dave, uh, shout out to Dave. Um, and then what else? What did I miss? Did I miss anyone? I think we've had people all over the years. Much. I'm sure. I like to thank uh, Trident. <laughs> and uh sir cam and uh and mike uh Mo. for being the reoccurring they're they have a cameo role of um former roommates of ours yeah. that is literally their their cameo role from time yeah. to time <laughs> uh never been on been mentioned multiple times been mentioned multiple times um there's a couple of uh aoe guys uh that were been on and off uh but yeah it, 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 oh my goodness <laughs> 
egg there's egg was on the show for a little bit uh there's also chris was on the show for a little bit so thanks for them for helping me out as well uh and i think raven yes uh for the first the the first one of the first episodes of the rob and kyle show i don't know if if wabs remembers so there you go my friend (laughs) yes uh she was on and then uh i think that's it i think i thanked everyone everyone watching I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you all in the future. If you have any questions, any things you want to, you want to message me, you can message me either in discord. If you're in any of the discords or also uh, you can always email weekly ASAP at gmail.com. Uh, if you have anything to add on. All right, everyone. I thank you. All. Thank you. Awesomeness. I hope you're doing well. Uh, we'll, we'll uh, keep you. Hopefully you have a great, great week. Your homework. Should you choose to accept it, which is a staple of the rock league thing uh, is, um, to find out if you could be as cool as Boxer saying, can you no. get that trip? Do you have a wardrobe? <laughs> One time this week, go into your wardrobe, wear something more extravagant than you usually would wear. That's your challenge for the week. Like I'll, I'll save you guys the time. You can't. Yeah, I agree. Just can't. But I like the homework. Get I mean, like, you ha- again, you have a neon sign with like <laughs> branding on the wall. Like, <laughs> that's a can't. high bar for people to clear. Everybody's got to have a hero, and I'm that guy. So I just yeah, want to be model. that. You're not that guy. That. You're not well, that's <laughs> I'm good, that, guy. <laughs> that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Uh, it's not impossible. I agree. All right, everyone. Have a great one. We're ending the stream here. We'll see you next time on the different shows. Peace. Bye. See you. Like a boxer saying doesn't have to say it. I know. I like the, <laughs> the point instead of the say. Lazero <laughs> has a poster of me on his wall right now. It's off camera. I'll <laughs> show it.